Clint Barn unknowingly saves a young Kate Bishop, inspiring her to train and follow. Annoyingly an- saves? Unknowingly. Oh, I thought you said annoyingly. <laughs> Sounds like annoyingly. I was like, what was annoying about that? Did you really not like her that much? No, I loved Kate. Maybe you should take that from the top. <laughs> God, <laughs> the blooper reel. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Art of Costume Blogcast. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass. And I'm Spencer Williams, Elizabeth. Happy Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, whatever day you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> happy, happy. Just happy. Still here. <laughs> Everything's happy. <laughs> just don't turn on the news. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, how are you, Elizabeth? How, how have you been? Uh, I'm good. I got to go to the theaters twice this week. Ooh. Which was nice. Did you see that scary movie, The Cursed? No. Oh, Why don't see I? it. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I saw Marry Me. I definitely saw that. Oh, that's cute. And then, oh my gosh, I like went with my dad and my brother to go see this other movie. Wow, well, we're off to a great start. Heck? <laughs> <laughs> my memory. I'm going to be like that old person in the retirement home who's like... Let me tell you a story and then like not be able to remember any of the details. That's, that's essentially the basis of this podcast. True. I saw Death on the Nile as well. Oh, that was the other right. thing I saw. Okay. So how was it? We've been talking about this for a while. Um, it was good. I really liked it. Um, I th- get the feeling they cut around certain characters mm, who ended mm-hmm. up being bad guys anyway. Yeah. So, oh well, all for the perfectly. best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie had an interesting cast, but like you know, the actual movie still looked good. Yeah. So I get it. Oh, the actual movie was very good. I mean, it's Kenneth Branagh is the main character. Then he was also the one of the writers and a director. So of course it was good. Oh, you know the show I started this week. Ooh. Wow. Um, was Peacemaker. That show is so good. I can't wait to start that. I have to it's finish so Heels funny. and then I'm going to watch that. Okay, yeah. Add that to your list. Peacemaker is super good. I can't Very wait. funny. John Cena is just... I never thought I'd be saying this, but he's just so great. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, I never thought I'd say... I, 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 what did I see him in years ago where I was like, oh, he's not half bad. I think it was Cockblockers. Yeah, Cockblockers yeah. is funny. <laughs> I remember, me and Addie went to go see that because we were like, we want to go to the movies. We don't really care what it is. And we saw that and we were like, oh, he's yeah, good. No. That wasn't half bad. Yeah, no, John Cena deserves some more credit. Um, yeah, so good. The like playlist is my shower playlist right now. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, nice. we got to get into it. Wow, you must really like it if it made it into a playlist of yours. Yeah, well, you know, it's like all like 80s hairband type oh. music, which that's very me. That is very you. That is very you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cheesy superheroes, what are we watching this week? Spencer, this week we watch Hawkeye. Yay. Talk about pleasantly surprised. Right. Oh my gosh. This show is so good. And when we got word of the show coming out, I think everyone was kind of like, yeah, Hawkeye, I don't know. And like, it was so good. I know. I Like, I knew it was going to be good because Disney hasn't put out anything bad. 
That's true. They have a very good track record right now. Yeah, they haven't put out anything bad, but I was just like, I didn't know what it was going to be about because I just don't. I'm like, Hawkeye's like a side character. Like, I thought the fact that they even gave him a family was a big step forward for him. (laughs) No, but I mean, yeah, I'm really excited about all these shows, like really, you know, like leaning on the comics, you know, because Hawkeye is such like a great character in the comics and they finally embraced it with the costumes and the mannerisms and the characters they added. And so I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah, I can't wait. Why don't you get into a summary? Okay. For Hawkeye, during the battle for New York City against Loki and the Shatari, Clint Barn unknowingly saves a young Kate Bishop, inspiring her to train and follow in the footsteps of Hawkeye. Many years later... Annoyingly Pop- saves? Unknowingly. Oh, I thought you said annoyingly. <laughs> Sounded like annoyingly. I was like, what was annoying about that? Did you really not like her that much? No, I loved Kate. Maybe you should take that from the top. <laughs> God. The blooper reel. Here we come. Okay, let me try again. Daniel's shaking his head. During the battle for New York City against Loki and the Shatari, Clint Barton unknowingly saves a young Kate Bishop inspiring her to train and follow in the footsteps of Hawkeye. Many years later, when their paths cross again, Kate gets the chance to team up with Clint and become the same hero she saw in him all those years ago. And that is Hawkeye. If you haven't seen Hawkeye yet, stop right here. Go watch it. It's worth it. It's not very long either. So No, it's so good. And it's just, you know, it, it's funny. It brings you so much joy. You're yeah. going to love it. Short and sweet. It'll be great. What was also great? The wardrobe. Let's go behind the wardrobe that was brought to us by executive producer Trin Tran, directors Bert and Birdie, no last name, (laughs) and our fabulous costume designer, Michael Crow, which you will know his work from The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And that's about it, because he's a little bit new (laughs) to being a costume designer, but he has had a lot of success as a assistant costume designer on movies like Avengers Endgame, Infinity War, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Mm-mm. Captain America Civil War, The Sleepy Hollow TV Show. He's also been a costumer on shows like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Glee and Bombshell. So he's working. We just haven't seen a lot of his work before. <laughs> he has like the dream job. All these projects he's worked on. Like, could you imagine? Yeah, I was like... Because I, I looked at his IMDb just for, like, the costume designer section. And I was like, man, like, aside from Falcon and Winter Soldier, he hasn't, like, really done anything. Like, how did he he get this? But obviously, he got it working on all these, you know, Marvel movies. He was an obvious choice when they went to the TV shows. Yeah, he's going to blow up one day. He's going to be doing some real serious stuff in the coming, like, decade. Oh, yeah. Between... Hawkeye, Falcon and Winter Soldier, he's set up for big things. I'm very excited about it. And I'm excited just to get into the show, Spencer. Oh, okay. Well, I'm so ready. I'm going to go put some arrows in my quiver and get ready. Got some trick arrows? (laughs) Yeah, some trick arrows and a box of pizza. Sounds perfect. Where's the dog? (laughs) We'll be right back. Thank you. 
ready to get into episode one, Never Meet Your Heroes? I'm ready. I love this episode. Let's do it. It was so good. So in this first episode, we have young Kate is saved by Hawkeye during the battle for New York, and she spends her life trying to emulate him. And 10 years later, she is trying to be the hero she knows she can be when suspicions are raised about her mother, Eleanor's new fiance, Jack. And she comes face to face with her hero. Oh, gosh. This was such a great episode. And I knew I was going to like the show right away because the costumes like start off with a bang. They really do. And I'm like, Haley Steinfeld, she makes everything she puts on look good. So it's like, of course, she was going to be like top notch through this entire episode. But that suit she wears to the party. I loved it. I want one. It's. Uh, I actually was thinking. I was like, "This is something that Elizabeth would wear. Like this, like little men in black type suit. That'd be perfect for you." Yes. Um. Yeah, I love the black suit on Kate. I was actually really surprised at how much I liked Hi- Haley Haley Steinfeld's character. Um. At first, I was like, hmm, "I don't know," and she was so good. Yeah, she was. She was excellent. And one of the other reasons I really like that suit is. You know, you see her among like all these fancy rich people and she really does look she looks like she fits in with them. But then it's perfectly like non like ambiguous enough that she, when she tries to be one of the catering staff, it's like she fits right in. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, I am dying to talk oh. about Vera Farmiga's red gown. Our favorite, Vera Farmica. I knew the second I saw this this dress, this episode, I was like, okay, we're going to do this on the podcast one day. <laughs> oh my gosh, that dress. Like, it's so good. It's beautiful. And it's, it's very interesting because it's like, it's not form-fitted at all, but it's also like, it, it's not really like an oversized piece either it's just very like grecian and elegant yeah it's like almost looks like it's kind of like wet or it just kind of like kind of fits her in all the right places but and you can't tell like is it period is it not her hair just works perfectly with it it's just like yeah it's such a fashion moment i would just be if i were the costume designer i'd be so proud of this moment right here it's so good i know he really did an excellent job with her it's like you knew exactly what you were doing And then also, we have Jack looking so dapper. So dapper. What an interesting character. Um, Yeah, he's really giving that, like, smoking a cigar type of, like, rich man who collects swords vibe with his costume. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) But an outfit I, like, was not expecting to see in this first episode was the Ronin suit. Yes. I was tripped out when I saw the Ronin suit. I was like, uh-oh, that's about to be a dark show. Right? Because you're very tripped up by, like, all the, like, Christmas decor and Christmas music. You're like, oh, like, this would be a cute, cheerful show. And then you see the Ronin suit, and you're like, uh, uh-oh. I know. It's so wild, because it's like she goes down to the wine cellar where they're having this, like, illegal auction. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. And the tracksuit just, like, busts through the wall, and, like, things are going crazy. And she's just like well, I guess I'll put this on and beat some guys up. Right. Which I got to say, I was really surprised when she actually started, like, beating those guys up. I was like, oh, you really did train to be a superhero. Yeah, day one, she saw Loki and she was like, all right, 
time to beef up, you know, <laughs> I just got to be ready in case he shows back <laughs> up. What I appreciate the most about um, Kate wearing the Ronin costume, I this is something I really like, is that it wasn't fitting her at all. Yes. You know, it was like really baggy because it's supposed to fit Clint, not her. So like, I appreciate that note that the costume was like, you know, kind of like <laughs> she looked like a little kid and like, you know, dad's... <laughs> You know, battle right? armor. <laughs> and I love that. She still kicked everyone's ass in it. but Yeah. And I feel like it's probably a separate one for her because that's oh, yeah. definitely not Jeremy Renner's size. But it's like they took the time to think like, okay, where can we make it look big on her without it being like cumbersome? So I'm like, she could not have done like any of those stunts in like something that was actually his size. So I really loved that. Yeah, that's a really good note. And I love the colors of it. Um I guess I I've <laughs> I should say I've only seen Endgame one time still to this day because it's so sad and I yeah. don't want to rewatch it. I think so I've I, seen it like twice. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we saw it together actually. I just We did. I just had this flashback. Or was it Infinity Wait. War? I, we definitely saw Infinity War together. Actually it was it was Infinity. It wasn't Endgame. I'm sorry. But yeah. besides the point, I always <laughs> thought that the the Ronin costume was really cool. I like the like subtle purples in yeah. it. Yeah, that's a great... I should do Ronin for Halloween. That sounds fun. You should. It would be fun. What was even more fun was the dog in this show. Yes, my favorite character. <laughs> Pizza dog. Pizza dog with his eye. He was so cute. So, so, so cute. cute. I love... Um, for those of you who are probably super into Marvel, Marvel has a series on Disney Plus where it's called, I don't even remember what it's called. It's like Assembled or something. It shows the making of shows. Called, yeah. Okay. So there's one for Hawkeye and there's like a whole five minutes where they just have the dog who played Pizza Dog and he's just like smiling on camera and it gave me everything I needed to get out of bed this morning and do this podcast. That was, that was a good, that was a good part of that. <laughs> that was a good part of that. <laughs> What was also good was episode number two, Hide and Seek. Yeah, so in episode two, Clint tracks down Kate for putting on the Ronin suit because she literally gets caught on the news. So <laughs> she, we all see it. Yeah. Um, not very subtle. Um, he finds that he has to help get away from the tracksuit gang who thinks she's the Ronin now. Kate, however, is more concerned with investigating Jack for his uncle's murder and ultimately fails to save Clint from the tracksuits. So things get messy real quick. Yes, this was like a roller coaster of an episode because it like introduced all the main plot lines. I love though when he is trying to retrieve the suit from her burnt out apartment though. <laughs> I was like, Jeremy Renner, you look good as a firefighter. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, she totally gives firefighter vibes. Also, when you said Jeremy Renner, I totally forgot that's his real name. I was calling him Clint Barton. He has like too many names. Hawkeye, Ronan, Clint Barton, Jeremy Renner. Too many. The man of many names. Many, many names. Right. <laughs> um, another scene I thought was really cute was like the morning after when they're in her aunt's apartment and she's wearing like this silky nightgown and like fur. I was like, that was so funny. And I wish we had gotten to see like that fully and her like using more of her aunt's like very ridiculous wardrobe throughout the show because yes. i thought that would have been hilarious it's funny because like kate bishop is clearly like super wealthy her entire mm -hmm. family oh yeah but she doesn't take it too seriously though she's like just putting on whatever she doesn't actually care she just wants to 
shoot arrows and be a badass. Yeah. She doesn't even care that her mother has to replace that bell tower. Right. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you've got bell tower money. Okay. (laughs) Bell tower money. (laughs) Oh. My favorite part of maybe this entire show, though, was the LARPers. The LARPers. Yes, because I just to get real for a second this has been one of my like all-time like bucket list goals i've always wanted to do like be a part of like a larping situation do it spencer it's just like those are our people mine and you like you and i those are our people (laughs) i like i don't know if i could like actually like participate in like a whole larping day but i definitely go and dress up and just be like walking around watching everybody fight it's so fun not for a single second you know because clint barton was like what is going on here the whole time i was just so jealous the fomo i know it's just so strong i know and i love the two women who check him into the event because they're just so hardline like um excuse me sir like this is a paid event you need to follow the rules. We don't care who you are, even though they clearly know who he is. Yeah. They like don't Where's care. <laughs> like you got to follow the rules. Um, I love the attention to detail and all the pieces because it's all like very nice. Like from the guy with like the Viking horned hat, all the women, <laughs> like it's all super nice, but it all looks like something like you can like put together by buying stuff or doing your own home. Yeah. I got like very homemade it, vibes from all the costumes. It's very Game of Thrones. Um loving it. I also love like Clint's like makeshift armor that they just threw on him real quick. It's like clearly like a couple pieces of like sheet metal. Yeah. You know, called it a day. <laughs> it's like the stuff they got for people who like drug along like their partner or their friend to participate. <laughs> it's so funny. But the the Ronin armor actually made it to the LARPing. Yes, which is why. What do we call this? LARPing community? Yes. A a, a LARP, I think. A LARP. It's a live action role playing day. A LARP. It did. And I love how he first sees it because, like, this guy, like, Instagram lived the fact that he has the Ronin suit, which I'm like. What are you doing? Because what is he? Is he a firefighter or an EMT? I forget. One of the two. One of the two. And it's like, dude, first off, why are you stealing from an active crime scene? Like, (laughs) that's simply not very smart. And then why are you, like, wearing it on Instagram Live? Like, what is this? You're asking for trouble, sir. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just love the scene. I just so jealous. It's so well done too, because it feels like you said it feels very natural and real. I like the costume designer must have went to like something like this, like a Renaissance fair or something, and just oh, like yeah. took a fold out chair and just watched. You should come visit me this summer, and we can actually go to Philadelphia. You can spend more than two hours there, <laughs> and we can go to the Ren Fair here. That'd be so fun. I'm so down. Come visit. So down. We'll have to tell all of our followers to meet us up there too. You know? Absolutely. (laughs) But the good costumes don't end there because you get to see more very fancy looks from Kate and her family. Yeah. They're serving like real wardrobe looks every single time. Um, 
from you know, not even just Eleanor, because I mean, obviously Eleanor's just serving every shot. But like Kate, like real quickly changes into like this really nice jacket. It's so nice. Yeah, she has this beautiful brocade suit on, and I'm like, where can I get one? <laughs> I like, I want it. And then I love the scene where like her and Jack just decide to fence for no reason. And I love how Eleanor's like, Jack, you're going to get your ass kicked. So like, be careful. (laughs) (laughs) She tells them to be careful. And Kate's like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I wasn't talking to you. As in like, Kate's about to beat your ass or. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm jealous. I also have always wanted to try fencing too. I am like having such jealousy issues with this show right now. My dad took fencing lessons in college and his favorite story is about the time they were because he went to college in Philadelphia and it was a like nice day in Philly. So they like went outside to do their fencing and there was some kid trying to steal a bike. (laughs) So the whole fencing class like chased him off (laughs) (laughs) with like their fencing swords and like I guess they were wearing everything. I was like that. Sounds horrifying and funny all at the same time. Yeah, I mean, he had it coming. I love that. That's so funny. But I also love Jack's turtleneck and, like, sports jacket combos. Very dapper. I'm just like, yes, sir. You are a man who has not worked a day in your life. Look at you go. Right. You're just like, I want to not like this guy because he gives me very, like, standoffish vibes. But you can't help it. You're like, I don't know, Kate. It's something about him. I just, I want to dress like him when I'm older. That's what I want. Right? Right. Uh, Unfortunately, though, Kate is not as successful at fighting off the tracksuit gang. And we finally get to see them in all their tracksuit glory. (laughs) And we also get to meet Maya, who I'm like, one of the scariest introductions of, like, a character just, like, the red lighting and she's just like waving them off dismissively. I was like, Oh yes. Uh, she had like a walking dead intro. Like it was giving me like real Negan vibes. She did. And I like went through this like whole show and I was like, dang, like she's like such a good actress. Like she killed this role. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. In the Marvel universe, there's like a like anti-hero with like a prosthetic leg. That's awesome. This was her, like, first role ever. Yeah. Isn't that insane? I was like, what? And, like... She killed this role. It was so good. It was so good. And she... Like, she's doing all those stunts with her prosthetic leg. And, like... I was like, girl, you go. I hope we see you in more things. Yeah, well, actually, she is getting her own spinoff show on Disney+. Plus. Yes! Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh, I'm so pumped. I believe it's going to be called Echo, and it's just <gasps> me like following her storyline. Oh line. yeah, I heard about that. Okay. Yeah, I'm real. I'm real hyped. Oh gosh, what's what's this actress's name? We need to put some respect on her name. Um, Aliqua Cox. Yeah, I think that's it. Say it with your chest. Aliqua Cox. <laughs> what yes. did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> say it with your chest. Like you had it right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this amazing actress is Aliqua Cox, and we just can't wait to see what else she she brings us. I'm like so pumped to like see someone's career starting. It's very exciting. 
And I just, you know, I really love like the representation and like bringing ASL to it, this and like, you know, Lauren Ridloff with Makari and Eternals. It's just, it I brings know. me so much joy and Did happiness. Did you see that, that Coda movie from Apple Plus? Uh-uh. It's an Apple Plus. I caught like the end of it because my mom was watching it, but it's about this girl who, who in high school who sings and her teacher like really wants her to go to college and like pursue a music career but she's the only like hearing individual in her family everyone else is her mother her father her brother are all deaf and they like kind of rely on her to like interact with the rest of the world because they have a fishing business and it was so good and the dad got nominated for an oscar he's like the first deaf um asl person to get nominated when was this this year oh really yeah look it up oh i will i love that (laughs) moving along we are at episode three echoes which i think is a little bit of a foreshadowing to the show echo or echoes one of those i believe they start filming in april is what i read today so that's exciting that sounds about right yeah and the beginning of this episode is all about maya And after a life of overcoming the world's expectations of her and following in her late father's footsteps, she has become the leader of the tracksuits and believes she has finally found her father's killer. However, after escaping the tracksuits, Clint and Kate continue to look into Armand's death. Armand is the uncle of Jack, who was murdered with a sword, (laughs) which I don't think we said earlier. Yeah, right. Which there wasn't a lot of follow up on it either, but it's fine. No, I mean, you you find out who murdered him. That's that's the point. But like no one really cared. We were all like, okay. You were like, oh, yeah, that that sounds right. (laughs) Um, I loved Maya's like origin story so yes. good i could have i mean we just talked about her spinoff show but i could have watched an episode that was just solely about her um so i'm very excited for this show i was also so excited to see that i might mess up his name a little bit but zon mclaren was in this episode as well playing um maya's father playing maya's father he's such a great actor i love this man um you know he's in so many things including westworld and he just this this man kills it every single time. Such a great actor. He's an incredible actor. Um, and this whole storyline, seeing Maya from when she's a child to, you know, the moment her father is murdered by the Ronin uh, is just, it's so, like, beautiful and heartbreaking. That is actually Aliqua's cousin who plays her young self. Isn't that adorable? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that. That's so cute. Um, but this is an incredible, incredible scenes. And I also love you when her father is being murdered. She's in this like leather jacket. And it's so cool because you get to see her wearing it later. And she's added when she's talking to Clint and Kate, she's added her father's tattoo like as like oh, wow. an applique onto it. And I'm like, that is so cool. And like. Not something that's ever pointed out or you would notice, but it's such a cool little detail. Yeah, that's amazing. I love the attention to detail. Um, now we get to talk about the tracksuit gang. <laughs> My yes. favorite little gang. I love these characters because they're, you know, they're from the comics. Mm-hmm. 
And when I think of like these characters, I'm like, mm, that's really cheesy. But like the way they did it, though, it still like came off like as kind of like scary and real, you know? Yeah. And the costumes really lent to that. They did. And Michael Crow talked about this in Assembled because they really had to think a lot about the track suits and like what how they wanted them to look. He said first they thought about like, oh, it would just be, you know, kind of thrown together. Everybody had whatever, you know, track suits they could buy or find. And they were like, you know, that that was like a little bit too like chaotic. They wanted them to be much more like unified and actually like look like a cohesive gang. So they tried lots of different colors, like lots of different styles. And they, I think settling on, the red tracksuits was brilliant. Yes, it's so fun. Because it's like when you see them all together, it's kind of menacing. Yeah. But just like alone, it's kind of just like, this isn't the 2000s. Why are you wearing a tracksuit, sir? <laughs> right. But I also love how like it gives them the option to kind of like pair it with different things, you know, like some yeah. of them are wearing a black jacket. So like one of the characters is wearing like a trench coat over it. So it's just, you know, they're able to pair it. So they still have their own personalities with the tracksuit, but still all very uniform. It's they did it in a really, really great way. They did. And another great thing they did was um, Kate's archery suit, which she wears throughout a lot of the show. And I love it because it's like clearly custom made for her because as previously stated, they have bell tower money. <laughs> it's clearly like specifically made for her. And she made I want it. bell tower money. <laughs> don't we all? Um, <laughs> it's clearly inspired by Hawkeye. It's the purple with like all sorts of cool geometric, you know, like lines and cutouts. And it's just like, Clint, clearly this girl is obsessed with you even more than you know. <laughs> Maybe be a little bit nicer to her. Yes, but I love the use of the purple, though, too. That's such a great note because it's still, like, very from the comics. Um, We'll get into it a little bit later in the finale episode. But, yeah, the use of purple for Kate and Hawkeye's character, it's subtle, but, it's, yeah, chef's kiss is just right. Chef's kiss. Right where it needs to be. Absolutely. Also, right where it needs to be. Is Kate's outerwear, I just have to say that because yet again, we have a coat that I need to own. So I'm putting it out there. Michael Crow, if you could just let me know where you bought the majority of your pieces for Kate Bishop, DM me on Instagram, send me an email. You can, the art of costume, you can contact us directly. (laughs) We're going to tag him in this (laughs) a lot. We, where is the outerwear? Also, like her jeans too. Her jeans were perfect. I was like, that is the perfect boyfriend jean. Why can I've only found one company where I like their boyfriend jeans. They're all the way over in Germany. I would like so, uh, somewhere a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit closer to home, please. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, we're we're gonna yeah we're gonna put a note out for Michael after this. Absolutely. But episode four partners am i right i love that title (laughs) that's such a good title uh this episode clint and kate enlist the help of the larpers as they continue to deal with the tracksuits and investigate jack while clint is looking into some personal business for his wife which i thought i was like really do we have to do this now clint and kate run into someone very very special um that i was so excited to see yelena 
Natasha's sister from the Black Widow movie from what episode five of our podcast? Yes. It's all full circle. All full circle. That oh, it was so perfect. I can't wait till we get to it. However, we have everybody serving some very nice at home looks. Yes. <laughs> Jack sporting the fantastic sports jacket with a like polo shirt. I was like, every time you see him, you're just like, yes, you are a rich man who never had to work. Yes, this <laughs> tracks. This tracks. It's just like, what is your deal, sir? Yeah. What, what are you not telling us? <laughs> I do love how he gets all of the sayings wrong, though. That's like really adorable. <laughs> yeah, it, it's something about him you just have to love. I was, uh, we haven't really talked about her yet, but Linda Cardellini. Yeah. She serves up some looks as Hawkeye's wife. Um, also, like Loki, a shield agent or something. I forgot what she actually was, but um, I... they're definitely teasing her storyline because in the comics, she is a, um, you know, a character that I can't remember at this moment. I feel like that was the whole point of him going to get the watch was just to be like, hey, watch out for her in the future. Which yeah. I'm like, I wonder if we're going to get like a like a prequel of like how they met and stuff. Because it's like, yeah, how, do, how does Clint Barker find somebody he feels comfortable enough with to settle down and have like a whole ass family? Right. <laughs> Clearly, they have some serious history. Um, she's like, she must be retired in some way. I'm wondering how they're going to do it in the MCU. But I would just really love to see Velma from the Scooby-Doo movie become like a badass superhero so let me know when that show's being taped <laughs> i had forgotten she was velma until the other night when we watched the scooby-doo movie for your birthday and then i was watching this and i was like oh, that's right she's velma yes oh my gosh i cannot see her without thinking of the scooby-doo movie another adorable part from this is all the christmas stuff kate is like melting into their night of also trying to figure out like what jack is up to starting yes. with their amazing christmas sweaters you know i love a christmas sweater Elizabeth so this do like love a christmas sweater this gave me life spencer <laughs> the little the like giant snowflake with the dog and like just one that chris the santa hat just like over one ear and then his like very like grumpy cat christmas sweater <laughs> Disney, make these. I'll buy both of them for myself. <laughs> They're giving like drunk Christmas party yes. vibes, which is what I love. It's it's a different type of Christmas party. This is the we just had a bunch of pizza and alcohol and now we're just partying. Yes. Christmas party. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> like what holiday is it? Oh, Christmas, because I'm wearing a sweater. I don't know. <laughs> yes. I also love the amount of purple items Kate has in her wardrobe. Yes, I, I need this. I don't know why I don't have... It's like my favorite color yet. I have zero purple. Like, I don't know why Clint ever tried to, like, keep her away from all of this. It's like, she is clearly insane and wants to do this. Just let her do it. Yeah. I mean, you can't really stop her, Clint. So No. No, you can't. I do love, however, the LARPers practicing and all of their, like, active wear. <laughs> I was like, look at you guys go. Look at you. I love it. You know, these people are like the best to hang out with. You know, they're a good time. They probably make board games and stuff real fun. At I, night. Know. I need them in my life. Yeah, I love watching them practice in like Central Park. It's so good. Can you imagine going to like LARPing I practice know. with their foam <laughs> swords? Yeah, it's so the good. best. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> also, the best 
is when Kate is at the LARPer's home and she's trying on all of their their costumes and That's like great. she she's so excited to show her and she's like yeah i put a lot of work into this and like talking about it, i'm like oh my gosh this is how i sound like when i'm showing my cosplays to people it's <laughs> <laughs> too real it was just like that's me um uh, i love it i this is like my fantasy imagine having a closet just full of like medieval garments and armor. oh i know exactly like, how that feels <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i want that is what i can I provide want. that for you do you have a closet full of medieval garments i mean it's a mix of medieval 70s some fantasy some renaissance elizabeth i gotta get into your closet come visit me i feel like you have a lot of things you're not telling us that you have in your closet i have lots of boxes of stuff yeah mm. but yeah i'm, I'm into it one of what else i'm into is yelena showing up i mean that is what i needed first off i was so scared when she first showed up because that is a creepy looking ensemble yeah. she has the entirely like black suit with like the night vision goggles I was like, ew, is this some sort of, like, new supervillain? Yeah. It was giving me, like, Tom Clancy-type, like, supervillain, super spy. It was giving. Yeah, it was. And I wasn't <laughs> liking it until she, like, ripped that mask off. And I was like, yes, Yelena's back. Yes. Such a good character. Oh, my gosh. I wish she was in every Marvel show. I wish she was at, as well. But at least we got to see her a good bit in Hawkeye, which we will talk about more when we return from this break. Yes, let's go. I need a I need more pizza. Let's go. Yes, more pizza, always a good idea. <laughs> about nachos nachos everybody that's what we talked about during our break what did you talk about during your break costumes nachos any other food of your liking food is amazing i love food have you we seen... should have a podcast about food spencer I, I would love to as long as we get to eat food while doing it i think it's a good idea have you seen that clip from that adam driver and daniel radcliffe movie i don't know what it's called um there's a <laughs> I don't know what Wait, it is. there's an Adam Driver and Daniel Radcliffe movie that I don't know about. I guess so. I mean, I just know it because of the TikTok sound <laughs> where <laughs> Adam Driver and his Adam Driverness, he just says something like, I just had sex and now I'm going to eat nachos. And like yells it in his Adam Driverness. Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds amazing. You don't know what I'm talking about? Daniel, no. play the clip. <laughs> Can I talk to you about something? I just had sex. I'm about to eat nachos. It's the greatest moment of my life. Unless you screw it up with whatever it is you're about to say. It's about your cousin. She's my cousin. It's like incest. <laughs> Amazing. It's so good. <laughs> I got to figure out what this is. Daniel yeah. Radcliffe or Daniel Craig? Radcliffe. Harry Potter. Hmm, okay. What movie? Okay, I'll look at it. I don't later. like. Anyway. I just yeah. Anyways, <laughs> episode five. 
<laughs> this this we're really good at making our podcast episodes talk about everything but the actual movie or show <laughs> right because <laughs> we get distracted and talk about our lives yeah well we we try not to talk so much during the week so we have stuff to talk about on the yeah. weekend you know we're also just both hella busy <laughs> yeah that's true anyways episode five ronin man what an episode after her fight with kate and clint Yelena finds Kate just to chat, just to have a nice little chat. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, Clint tries to end the tracksuit situation by himself. But after Jack's arrest, Kate goes and helps him out because he needs the help. Meanwhile, Yelena tracks down Eleanor, finds out Eleanor is up to some shady shit, everybody. I know. Come on. I was so I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, it made sense. Like, of course, Eleanor was shady. She has bell tower money. How else do you make bell tower money? Exactly. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't see it coming. But when it came, I was like, yes. Yeah. This uh, tracks. What I didn't see coming was the scene with Yelena and the backstory <gasps> of her blipping. I did not need to I see know. that. I was like, I'm not ready for this day to be ruined. It was so sad. Because <laughs> I that ever since, like, the Black Widow movie, I wondered. I was like, what? Like, did she blip? Was she in contact with, you know, Natasha? Like, what happened? And I'm like, this just makes the, like, whole situation of Natasha Natasha dying even sadder. Yeah, I was like, that wound has just barely healed. Why do we have to rip it open again? It hurt. I know. And it's like, now you know, she didn't just sacrifice herself for, like, the world. She also did it so that her sister could have her life back. Yes. Uh, but Yelena's wearing, you know, her Yelena costume. And I love that she kind of has, you know, she kind of has a vest with all the pockets she likes. It's not the vest, yes. but she clearly, after Natasha went out and did, you know, Infinity War and all she that. She needs pockets. She got her pockets. Like, she that's what I'm pockets. talking about. You get your pockets. <laughs> I love her and her Black Widow friend. They like enter this very fancy home. And at first I was like, is this like a flashback to when she was still a Black Widow? Like what's happening here? And then when the woman's like, you thought I was here trapped by some like old rich guy? And they were like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Oh, so good. So good. Even better, though, was the costume she wears to go talk to kate so her so her when she makes kate the macaroni so good so so good michael crow did an interview with insider where he talked about his collaboration with the costume designer that created her yellow plaid ensemble Mm -hmm. at the end what was what movie was the end of that that was black Black widow so that would have been janine to meme yes at the end of black widow And he talked to her to kind of like get a vibe on her, you know, whole look. And he said, all of that was one-offs, rentals, and vintage. And we didn't have that luxury because we needed photo doubles and we needed stunt doubles. I will say it was a struggle to find those individual pieces. So like, and the Black Widow, that fabulous suit was like, beautiful, one-off, great. He was like, that's wonderful. (laughs) Not an option here. Not an option here. I love that. I mean, I've always wondered, you know, because a lot of these characters wear pretty similar costumes, but then they always have like different costume designers. So I've always wondered how that like translation works. 
Yeah, I, I love that he's like, yeah, of course I talked to her. Like, she established this look, and it's like, he wanted to keep it going, and Florence Pugh wanted to keep it going. He also said that for Yelena, it's about finding the right pieces and creating this character that Florence was very keen on, Yelena having her own sense of style. The funny thing is, in our mind, it's not necessarily good style. It's a little over the top. It's a little eccentric. And the way it comes across is she just owns it. And I think that Yelena and Florence really living and owning the costumes make them cool. Yes. Which is, he he's entirely right. Like, I don't think I could pull off that jacket. But she does. No, I mean, we talked about this actually when we did Black Widow. But, like, you know, she's dressing up for the first time. She's been wearing what she's been told to wear her entire life. So now she's just having fun. She's just wearing whatever the hell she wants to wear. And like that confidence like really pulls it off. Yeah. And that coat, they were only able to find two of them online in the whole world. <laughs> so like that is a cool fun. Dang. He said it was just meant to be peace. Yes. That's perfect. Absolutely perfect. She just, she really serves a lot of looks in this show. Another great coat is that brown, like, faux fur kind of coat that she has towards the end. And Michael Crow again said to Insider, it was another carryover from her costume from the end of Black Widow that she had lots of enamel pins. One of them is sort of a finger gun, which was the name of the production company for Hawkeye. That's also (laughs) something that Florence really liked because it's something that Yelena does in Black Widow a couple of times. She thought it was a cool reference to Yelena, and I thought it was a fun nod to the production company. I was like, look at that. Down to the pins, thought was put in. (laughs) I love it. It's just so much attention to detail of Yelena's looks, and it just made, like, the wait so much worth it i mean we didn't have to wait that long thankfully but it was just so worth it and i really really hope that yelena's character really like carries on into future future shows i mean they have to she's just brilliant she's just brilliant she was a standout in this episode and then she's also a standout in episode six so this is christmas (laughs) oh wow this was a great episode um, in episode six, with information from Yelena, Kate and Clint find out that it was Eleanor, not Jack, who has been working with the tracksuits. And are you ready? Kingpin. I mean, Shocking. come on. Then with help from the LARPers, Kate and Clint take down Eleanor and the tracksuits. Clint has a heart to heart with Yelena. Maya finds out that Kingpin was also behind her father's murder and gets revenge. Once Eleanor is in custody, Kate goes to the Bartons for Christmas, and that would be the end of Hawkeye. Yes, but man, did it go out with a bang. Can we just talk about Kingpin for a second? Shocked. I mean, I was so excited. It was just perfect. Um, You know, he's such a, you know, no pun intended, such a big character in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> and like it was just the perfect time to introduce him and, you know, the show ends a certain way and I really hope it's not what we think it is. Yeah, same. But and like Vincent D'Onofrio incredible at the role. Yeah, I mean incredible. Great. I've never even seen Daredevil and it's killing me. I'm going to watch it 
It's coming to Disney Plus soon, I believe, and I'm going to go back and watch it. I don't know. It's definitely on Netflix because that was a Netflix original. Yeah, but I believe they're moving over. At least it did for like Disney Plus Canada. I think it's... Yeah. I mean, maybe it's going to be on both. Who knows? Maybe. Um, Anyways. But yeah, I I watched watched the first season and now I want to watch the rest of it. Um, But I love how like casually dapper he is. Yeah. (laughs) like that's how i would put his style there's something about him that like you know he's a bad guy but like something about him's like also welcoming though his like charming kind of like almost kind of friendly vibe and the way he dresses too especially like we'll uh, we'll talk later about his hawaiian shirts but something about it's like very approachable but you don't want to approach this man he he's definitely that kind of person where it's like everybody's their friend until they don't like them for the smallest reason. Yes. Uh, before we move on, just Eleanor's quick little like red satin moment when she goes to see Kingpin. Uh, yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I was like, she was so professional. She was so ready to end the relationship, which I'm like, come on, Eleanor. Really? You think you can just like stop this and there's going to be like no consequences for what you've done? I have never as seen cute as you look. I have never seen like an organized crime movie where someone just shows up to said organized crime. It's like, you know, I think I'm actually done. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> that doesn't happen. You run away when you want to be done with yeah. the organized crime. You don't go tell them you want to be done. <laughs> However... Uh, what we are not done with is the Bishop Christmas party, Ooh. which is just full of the fanciest people ever. Yes. I mean, this Christmas party is off the chain. I'm just dying to talk about Kate's outfits. I mean, that black dress. Black velvet dress that just like clings to her, but she's got like her combat boots on. <laughs> Amazing. It's just so good. I could. It's it's art. Art. It is art. <laughs> it is art. The jacket she pairs with it. Perfect. Clint's looking dapper. Eleanor looks beautiful in that lace velvet dress. I'm just like, everybody looks so good. And then, of course, Jack has a sword with him at the party. Which, I mean, like, that's such a move. You know, I love that. Right? He's like, I'm going to show up with a sword. Like, props sir i i'm 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 here for it he's like yes i am just right out of jail and then he insults that small child i was like okay sir i love it uh you know they did like a interesting twist to like the swordsman character from the comics and it just you know paid off and it did i hope we get to see a little bit more of jack in the future i they didn't really set him up to be like a reoccurring character but i hope he does because there's some like solid character development in there There's also solid character development for Elena, who just wears a fabulous green trench coat. Green trench coat. Great. So good. This this is also like this this show deserves some more costume design props because it's just like this green coat is amazing. Yeah. And like in the elevator when they're standing next to each other, like Kate looks like so serious and like I'm here to stop you. And Yelena's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Not worried. <laughs> Yelena's trying to get this over with so she could like get her Uber back home and order like some chicken nuggets and watch like Saturday Night Live. She's just here to get business done. That elevator scene is probably my favorite scene of the entire show. It is so 
funny watching them like Kate hits all the buttons in the elevator. Yeah. Like we hate that person. And <laughs> yeah. then like their fight where like Yelena is like dragging Kate's face against the glass. They're like sisterly fighting, but like in a very like intense way. It's yeah. perfect. It's so good. It, it's like, and it's almost like they're becoming friends. Cause when Kate's like, let's just go out for drinks. Yelena's definitely like, absolute she she that's like a genuine like yeah i'll go out with drinks for you that's a real yes like yeah yeah just let me kill your friend first and then i should be done by like 8 30 if that works for you yeah that's exactly <laughs> what's happening and she's like yes i'm gonna look fabulous <sighs> and murder your friend all at the same time so good what i also love is the larpers being part of the wait staff <laughs> as their backup for this this little mission it's so good because like their their um like server costumes, it really takes them out for a second. You're like, oh, who are they? And you realize like, oh, that's the LARPers. I'm so used to seeing them in full head to toe armor, you know? Yes. <laughs> and then I love the scene when they're trying to like, <laughs> you know, direct the flow of people out of the building. And they're like, we just need a costume change for this. And they change into their new LARPing costumes, which looks so, so good. <laughs> so good. It was so funny. This show is so funny. I just, but something about their armor too felt like upgraded too. Like they knew like, yes. this is like their boss battle or something at the end of a video game. You know, <laughs> like, Well, remember Kate used her bell tower money to get her and Clint new suits and give them money for their new oh, suits. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is like their, you know, we're breaching the gates of middle, uh, you know, Mordor. Like they knew what they were putting on. <laughs> yeah. And then we have Jack is apparently a good, just very strange individual. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Oh, so he was a good guy. Okay. Well, he he's still murdering people with swords. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He just needs to be a bit more open about who he is. And maybe we wouldn't be sending him to jail when we have time to spare. I just love, I, I also love when they're like, what, what should we do about the sword guy? Kate's like, you should probably get him out of here too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Also, so creepy when all the tracksuit gang decides to show up at this Christmas party. That was scary, seeing them all come out to wear the, <laughs> into um, Rockefeller Center Square. It was scary seeing so many of them. They they really have the numbers. Um, pretty scary character was actually Kazi, who had really quite the change. Um, yeah. Also, before we get into his character, does he look like Kit Harrington to you? A little bit. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm not crazy. Yeah. No, that is that is Farfi <laughs> who who plays Kazi. And I was actually looking him up. He He's Irish. Um, he is. Yeah. I heard him speak in that interview earlier and I was like, oh, hello. Which I was shocked. And then like I was on his website and he's like a vocal and like acting coach too. <laughs> but he, with the pandemic, he's like doing like vocal lessons over zoom just doesn't work so i'm no longer doing voice lessons nice <laughs> that's very kazi of him <laughs> yeah but i was so confused when he, like kazi went bad because i kind of thought like him and maya were like an item yeah and then like he's just like no maya i worked too hard for this <laughs> yeah i don't know that he necessarily went bad i feel like he more is just like committed to like this is what i said i was gonna do this is my job and i'm gonna do it because even when he you know meets his i guess we didn't technically see him die but he did have a little bit of a moment where he's like yeah. 
Uh, just so you know, I would really avoid uh, Fifth Avenue because Kingpin's looking for you. you know? yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is it, anyone? Oh, the cats are here. Great. What do you need? Okay. Did do the cats um, want pizza? Probably. Um. Yes. I hope we see him again. I, I hope he didn't actually die. But I gotta say, I love Maya's escape outfit. Like, it's very cool. It's very sleek. Yes, and I love that, you know, like, she even had, like, her prosthetic leg visible, too. Like, it's just, it's all very badass. She's here to take care of things, and that's what she does. And talk about badass. Kate and Clint got their new suits on. Yes. I love this moment because, you know, if you're all familiar with, like, the, you know, the actual comic books, uh, Hawkeye's costume sometimes is actually quite ridiculous with like yeah. the overly purple and the purple mask, which they kind of hint to throughout the show. Like I kept thinking like, oh, they're going to give him the ridiculous costume, but they went to MCU way and gave like a more realistic version of it. And it's perfect. And I love that. Yeah. And they, they talked about it in Assembled where they wanted them, Kate and Clint to feel connected in the ending superhero suits they wanted the costumes to feel like sportswear and like they could move, unlike most of the superheroes, who, which are like kind of bulky. Also, um, Michael Crow talked about Haley Seinfeld just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was the loudest meow ever. <laughs> she couldn't wait like the five minutes for us to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael Crow was talking about how how much Haley Seinfeld loved the superhero suits, even to the point where, like, when they were doing the prototype, she was so excited and he had to be like, it's just a prototype. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait for the real thing. I mean, that's what we love so much about costume design, though. And we, who was I just talking to about this? Oh, it was the costume designer. Her name is Cameron Lennox, I believe, from Pam and Tommy. Oh, yeah. Um, and just talking about, like, how important costume design is like for the actor and actress to like step up and like put that costume and like become that character and for Haley steinfield like this was the suit you know who put was putting on a prototype i was like yeah i'm kate fucking bishop you know like that's such a cool moment i know and it's also a cool moment to see yelena as she actually understands that clint and Natasha were friends and he did not murder her. Oh, that was such a stressful, stressful scene. I was for a second, I was like, I think she might actually kill Clint. Uh, same. <laughs> I, I was like, he has three children. You cannot murder yeah. him. Yeah, please don't do that to Linda Cardellini. It was such a good scene, so emotional. And I just love seeing the two of them come together. Um, yeah, but I also love her her Black Widow suit that she pulled out, too. It's not exactly a Black Widow suit, but it's very adjacent. Yeah, it is. It's very, it's, I feel like it's more, like, streamlined and more like, yes, I'm a, an assassin. Yeah, which I love that she must have been wearing this under her green coat. She was like, okay, yeah. I'm done with the games. No more of this Kate Bishop stuff. We, we I got to take care of this man right now. <laughs> yes. A final yet fabulous look from this episode was for Kingpin, the white suit with the red Hawaiian shirt. Brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. It's so good. If you've read any of the comics, this is like such an iconic Kingpin look. And they just 
they went all the way with it and it they made it feel real yet just giving the fans everything we wanted you know from the knee-length jacket to the fedora with the red stripe it was so perfectly put together however michael crow didn't know till halfway through filming that they were bringing back vincent d'onofrio as kingpin oh my and he had two months to prep his wardrobe and only met him in person on the day of filming because he was filming another TV show in New York. So they had to do all of the fittings virtually. Uh, how scary. This is not a character you want to fit over Zoom. <laughs> right? I was like, that must have been nerve wracking. But Michael Crow talked to Business Insider and he said Vincent was integral in creating the character. And a lot of the ideas stemmed from what he wanted to do with the character and, you know, things that he had always wanted to take directions. He wanted to approach the character as a little more like down and out and grittier than he had previously been presented in the other show. Right. Which yeah. spot on spot on such a good costume. Um, I love that. Like this is his like action sequence outfit too, which just shows how badass he is. He's like, I'm a mess this girl up in this <laughs> freaking Hawaiian shirt, suit and Hawaiian shirt takes off the fedora to fight. But it's just, you know, so good. And like I said, it makes him feel like very approachable and you'd think like, Oh, this is like a fun, you know, my cool uncle, but he's like the, he's like the Thanos of New York city. Absolutely. And the so approachable part of him is what makes him so scary to me. Yeah, fabulous, on point. He better not be dead. He better not I be know. dead. I hope that, you know, they she shot the street or something and missed and let him go. Exactly. Which actually feels kind of in her character, you know? She's yeah. always seen lots of death that day, so maybe she let him go. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We don't know. We're going to be 80 years old being like, is Vincent D'Onofrio casted yet? <laughs> the way he died 80 years ago, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> on Hawkeye, not not Vincent, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like we need to end with something that oh, is man. in the first episode, but we don't get to see in its entirety till the end of Hawkeye is Rogers the musical number. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, wow, that's all I can say is wow. <laughs> I mean, I lost my mind when I saw it in its entirety. I would 100% see this show. It's gone a lot of, you know, interesting comments online. We would all see this show. I don't want to hear anyone act like they wouldn't go see uh, this show. <laughs> so, did you know there was a Spider-Man musical? Was there? Yes. Well, clearly it didn't do well. It did not do well. I don't know if it even got to open. Oh, I remember well. they did a scene at the Macy's Day Parade. I can't re I can't remember if it actually opened or not, but they had like so many issues with like the stunts. And like, I think several of the Spider-Men got like injured <laughs> because of the wires and stuff. And it was oh, just, no. it was apparently it was terrible. I'm going to Google terrible. this. I'm going to Google the life out of this after this. You should. Let's dive into these characters though. I love the Loki they did. <laughs> it's real yes. ridiculous. The Shatari <laughs> there, you know, that was pretty close. Yeah. But the, our actual the Avengers, though. <laughs> yes, the New Yorkers. But the actual Avengers, though, are ridiculous. And I love it. And people it's, give it yeah. so much, like, 
you know, they're like, ah, this isn't real. Yeah, that's the point. It's supposed to be like really cheesy Broadway, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It's like they tried to make a feel good musical out of the events of like New York being destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I cannot with the Thor. The Thor is so bad. I know. It's so bad. It's so good. I love how he looks like the Thor from, um, what was it, Endgame? (laughs) The like. The really sad Thor. really sad thor um i love the hulk smash right the hulk was just ridiculous if if this was a real play i would be really upset about what they did to the hulk but for this case it's really funny and i love how like they portray hawkeye as just like the guy that's there right but i also love how they like subtly did the purple though because how would these people know that there's a comic book you know so that's like a weird kind of wormhole moment yeah, uh, Tony Stark though to me is the closest. Yeah, it, well, him, him, and um, Rogers, Captain America. Yeah, that's that's real funny. I love how they put in Ant Man too, and even yes! even Hawkeye was like he wasn't there. Like, yeah, <laughs> and just like the fact that they actually created a whole musical number with like Broadway professionals and like made this whole set i was like man they really thought about this and it was just like the perfect little like treat at the end of this series it was good i I mean i'll be honest i was really expecting like a typical marvel you know end credit scene that's gonna be like oh also in a couple months you're gonna see thor love and thunder but no it's like sit back and watch this four minute musical number and i was like Okay, I guess. <laughs> Whatever you say, Mr. Fahey. <laughs> I wasn't mad about it. I was excited about it. Um, I, I'm still happy about it, but Marvel's given us a lot of content. They can't just like fill our Easter baskets every single, you know, episode. Yeah, they can't. But they're you know what? They're always gonna give us something, <laughs> which I appreciate. Oh, well, this was such a fun episode, Elizabeth. I forgot how much I love this show and I just I feel like rewatching it again. It's so fun. I know, I know. It's a good, like, rainy day choice. You know what I mean? Because you can finish it in a day. It's not that long. It's real short. And also, I think we're going to have to revisit this for the holidays, too. Mm-hmm. Well, Elizabeth, are you ready to play our favorite game? Let's play it, Spencer. The one costume to rule them all. <laughs> are you ready to talk about this let's do it why don't you go first this week my one costume to rule them all is elena's outfit when she goes to chat with kate after their little battle that's a good one so much thought was put into it it also really like evolves elena's character you know it gives gives her more of a life outside the black widow movie And I just thought, you know, Florence Pugh wears it beautifully. Mm -hmm. She has so much attitude in it. I just thought it was a brilliant way to reintroduce her character. I'm glad you picked that one. I'm glad we talked about it so much because it was such an underrated moment in my head. And now I feel like it's it's gained the props it deserves in my brain now. (laughs) So it's such a good piece. Uh, my one costume to rule them all was this is the easiest one we've had all season. I knew the second I saw this one, 
Yes, the Vera Farmiga Eleanor red dress from the very yes. from the first like ten minutes of the show. I was like, "Yep, that's you." She's the bad guy. That's yeah, that's the one. She's wearing red. You know how I love a red evil dress, which yeah, we should have saw this coming. She was yes. wearing red first episode. Yeah. It's just with the hair and the drape of it, and it, you know, it's Vera Farmiga. Everything about this is just beautiful. It's stunning. It's art. Honestly, almost chose that. Was very close. It was my second choice. So I'm glad you put it up there, Spencer. Everybody, let us know what costume you thought ruled this TV show. Yeah. Spencer, I enjoyed this this week's TV series thoroughly, but what are we going to be enjoying next week? <laughs> well, next week, we're going to be watching a Oscar-nominated film in costume design for 2022. We are going to be watching West Side Story with costumes designed by one of our favorite designers, Paul Tazewell from Hamilton. Yes. So exciting. So exciting. I've never seen West Side Story. Like, oh. So no, I haven't seen the movie from way back in the day. I've never seen it performed. So I'm very excited. Oh, this is well, this is going to be fun for you. I have seen it. It's been a long time, but I'm excited to see this new version of it. I hear so many great things about it, and I'm sure everyone listening has probably already seen it a hundred times, so we're just joining the party on this one. Yeah, I'm excited, especially because I'm not a big fan of Romeo and Juliet, which I think is why I've never seen it before. But I don't know. I'm excited about this. It looks it looks really, really good. It has a twist I think you're going to like, so okay. let's, let's, I'm excited. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. This has been such a fun episode. You know, don't forget, you know, like yes. we love all of you. Thank you so much for supporting us. And if you want to support us even a little bit harder, check out our Patreon. We just released our Oscars episode, um, special only to Patreon. And coming up, we also have an episode I'm very proud of, our The Art of Costume After Dark episode where we watched The Fellowship of the Ring with a little bit of yes. alcohol. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> we get into orc costumes and all that. Um, and also, don't forget our T Public site, also, where you could get the Art of Costume blogcast hoodies, shirts, baby onesies, stickers, all that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. And everyone, if you liked what you heard, please share us with a friend. You know, sharing us, getting us to a wider audience is an equally wonderful way to help us. Also, if you could head to iTunes and give us a little five-star text review if you really loved us, that would help a bunch. And thank you all and have a wonderful week. Go eat some pizza. I know you've been dying to. Everyone yes. enjoy some pizza. <laughs> enjoy some pizza, enjoy some nachos, and have a fabulous week. <laughs> nachos! Okay. <laughs> Bye. The Art of Costume Blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod or visit theartofcostumeblogcast.com for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash podstore or you can head over to patreon.com slash theartofcostume for some bonus content. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design. Thank you.
Okay. From the snap. And three, two, one. Okay. That, no, he'll figure it out. Better. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Daniel. Yeah, it's okay, Daniel. <laughs> All it's right. like these guys. <laughs> Good energy. 